0: as promised, I'm going to do a live analysis of the movie, a nanny or the movie uh, called nanny. Um, Blumhouse has been doing a great job. And what he's been doing is he, I think what he's been doing is kind of doing like, um, like some of the large comedians or, you know, just presenting and saying, Hey, look, I'm executive producer. You a director. I like your creative flow. Do your thing and I'm going to put you out there. And let me just put my name behind it. We'll just some real shit. One thing I like about, um, what I thought was really dope about this film. Um, let's break down. Okay. Who's the director? So we want to give directors credits. Let's, let's do directors credits. Okay. So, Nick Yatu Jutes, Jusu, Juzu. Oh, uh, okay. Independent writer, director, producer, editor, and assistant professor in film and video at George Mason university. Juzu's work center on the complexity of black female characters in particular particular displaced immigrant women in the U S. Okay. See Sierra Leone parents. She was born in Atlanta. She attended Duke University in Durham, North Carolina, with the intention of becoming a biomedical engineer. Okay. Now, this is very interesting what I'm getting ready to say here. This is very interesting what I'm getting ready to say here. I'm glad I looked this up because there's been this talk. We got to say it. It's been, it's been this talk that foundational blacks have been, oh, well, there's this divide between immigrants and foundationals because of the African booty scratcher thing. Man, this lady wrote and directed African booty scratcher for her second year graduate film project at NYU Tisk. It is a semi-autobiographical semi-autobiogra- film that tells the story of a young Sierra Leonean American. Now they say it highlights the conflict of differing cultures while she contemplates which culture to please when picking a prom dress. Now she developed the film with a budget of seven grand. African Booty Scratcher was eventually acquired at HBO. Then she released Say Grace Before Drowning in 2020 as writer and director. With a bigger budget of thirty-five thousand dollars, created a film that explains the relationship between a young girl and an African refugee mother, also acquired by HBO. She wrote and directed a narrative film, Black Swan Theory, as experimental work, um, developed for a budget of three grand. Then she started developing a film called Free to Town in twenty thirteen. This follows three people in Freetown, Sierra Leone, and was selected in Inclusion in Sundance Institute's Inaugural Diverse Writers' Workshop. She co-directed and co-wrote Flowers in 2015. Um, A classmate from film school, the coming-of-age films, tells the story of two Brooklyn teams looking to get revenge on the teacher until their plan backfires. So... African Booty Scratcher, Train, Say Grace Before Drowning, Black Swan Theory, Flowers, Suicide by Sunlight. That was a short film. And the main film where she was a writer and director was Nanny. Okay. So, and in 2016, she won for nominated work Flowers, it's a short film award for American Black Film Festival. 2020 Black Real Awards. Outstanding Independent Short Film. Now, the American Black Film Festival focuses on black films. Now, the first one was formed in 1997, was to create a venue for members of Black Hollywood where they could meet, create, and collaborate in black cinema. Now, Lewis, CEO of Uniworld Group, and Friday at the time president of Uniworld's film division, met with Hudland and... Okay, hold on. Let's let's go back. Hold on. Wait a minute. Basically, it looks like Reverend Jesse... Messy Jesse called to boycott the Oscars as a result of the lack of black nominees that year. So... That must have been... 97, I'm thinking. Oscars have historically had a reputation of leaving out black members of cinema. So... Yeah, this sounds like to me, okay, advisory board. Robert Townsend is a founding board member of the advisory board of the American Black Film Festival. So here you go again, another foundational black American leading the charge. Okay, all right. Um, The awards and recipients, this is important and I'm bringing this up. I'm not just talking out my ass. The awards and recipients from 97 to 2001. 97 for the Acapulco Black Film Festival. Holly Berry and Bill Duke. Queen Latifah for A role and Set It Off. Ossie Davis, Get On The Bus. F. Farrah Gray for Set It Off. Um, Once Upon a Time When We Were Colored, 96 film of the year, 98. Soul Food. Told, uh, 98, that was a, a tie between Soul Food and Eve's Bayou. Um, they had Samuel Jackson for Eve's Bayou. 99, The Negotiator. 99, Best Actor, Lorenz Tate for Why Do Fools Fall in Love? They have, they got Stella, uh, How Stella Got a Groove Back. Uh, they got Melvin Van, Van Peebles in 2000 for Trailblazer Award. They got Best Film Entrepreneur, Master P. Best U.S. Film, Blue Hill Avenue, 2001. That was an excellent film. Um... Sinai Lathan Rising Star Award for Anthony Anderson and Sinai Lathan in two thousand one, two thousand two. Uh, Robert Townsend Career Achievement Award, Rising Star Award, Mackay Pfeiffer for two thousand two, two thousand three. All about you. Um, they gave uh Coon as Gabrielle Union the AOL Time Warner Rising Star Award in two thousand three. 2004, Time Warner Innovator Award, Spike Lee. Rising Star Award, Rosie Dawson. You rarely hear Negroes like, you rarely hear Rosie Dawson talk about how black they are. But I'm saying, when it comes down to the so-called chitlin circuit, these niggas show up and get their awards. You understand me? Film of the year, 2004, The Fighting Temptations bastards of the party. I got to get that on DVD 2005. This all on this all documented, man. I'm just going down the I'm just naming like the notable stuff. 2008 Grand Jury Prize for Best Film The Abduction of Jesse Bookman. 2009 Grand Jury Prize for Best Narrative Feature Mississippi Damned. Grand Jury Prize for Best Actor, Tessa Thompson for Mississippi Dam. Remember, I think she was in one of the Marvel comics, I believe. One of them movies. Yeah. Foundational Black Americans made this crack. American Black Film Festival. Okay, now I want to go back to Nayatu Jutsu. Black Real Awards. So, yeah, let's, let's go ahead and review it. So I, I just want to give a little context. I just want to give a little context. Folks that come over here, that immigrate over here, sec, first, second generation, they make their bones off foundationals. They make their bones off foundationals. Foundationals set the tone for any, for any black person coming to this motherfucker. We need to make that clear. So the reason why I mention that is because There was this talk about, well, the African booty scratcher thing. Look, here you have an African person that decides to make a film about that. Now, this is her right here. Okay, this is her right here. Let me see if I can find a little YouTube clip. Let me see how they talk. Because, see, the movie was pretty good. The movie was pretty good. I ain't going to lie. The movie was pretty good. But let's say, let's see what team they really play for. I want to see. I'm just curious. I'm just really curious what that was about. Okay, here's the short film. I might watch this. Suicide by sunlight. This is the little short film that she got. Okay, hold on. We'll do a quick review. Hold on. Damn it. All right. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see here.
1: Your career, which is a blessing and a curse, but her name is so salient in my memory because she, I, I. I remember her in parallel with writing my first script and falling in love with the art of writing a story from scratch, like just pulling something out of the ear. But I did grow up in a household of voracious readers. So I would say even if I go further back, there was that, you know, environment of just reading stories and uh, watching movies as a family but a career path is different. Everyone consumes movies and TV. And and I actually miss the days where I got to escape by watching because now, like, where do you escape to when this is your career, which is a blessing and a curse. But um, so I stumbled into this course and I fell in love. And then I stumbled into an actual production course. And At the time, Duke didn't even have a film major. Um,
0: OK, let's see. Wait a minute Let's see here Let's see l- let's see how they talk
2: the same reasons I should as in the film my mother uh moved us so that she could help create a better life for me. Um, so it's a story that's deeply personal to me. What
1: What, what was it like for you to command this role?
2: Um, well, similar to Nikki Yatu, my mother, too, is an immigrant. Um,
1: She's here, right? She
2: is. She, can... <laughs> Antifa, she knows too. Oprah lives in Santa Barbara, so she was like, I'm going to come to this one. Um, yeah, she, um, we immigrated from Senegal when I was almost six years old, and um, we did it for the same reasons I should as in the film. My mother uh, moved us so that she could help create a better life for me.
0: So you came here for a better life. Can't knock that. Can't knock that at all. Let's go ahead and review these films. I, I, now, I noticed some things about the film. I noticed some things about the film. Here we go. You know what I like? Blumhouse. I like how I like the new Blumhouse uh the way that it comes on. I thought that was really really dope. It was a good film it was a really good film because what happens a lot of times one thing it showcases is you have a lot of slave labor to be going on you have these nannies and stuff like that you know and they be coming from different places and um, what I think is interesting about um, about the film is you, you, you have these you, you have these very, very entitled Karens. They'll hire these black women and mistreat them and do this and do that. Now, hold on. Let me see. Thank
2: you.
0: <laughs> now, there was a scene. Hold on. Let's... I want to go to some major scenes here. Now, she's spending Now, if you really look at this from a synonymous standpoint, the plantation... Symbolically, the plantation you have. It's called Nanny. Now, she's too old to be a mammy, but this is pretty much kind of the. Um, the fabric of the plantation. You know, you're watching, you're cooking, you're pretty much the mother for this white child. The white mommy don't do shit. The daddy's off doing whatever the hell he's doing, and she's not getting paid correctly. Hold on, let me. And and her son, she is a son that's not in the state. Now, I want to break down a couple different points here. Let me see if I can find one. Now it's night. Where it gets sticky. Hold on.
2: He's my greatest work.
0: Now listen to this.
2: For impregnating every teen girl. He's coming to America.
0: So she's going. Look. This is in New York. York. She's going to the check cashing place. Talking to the sister. And saying hey look. You know, um, I'm trying to send money back home. Very
1: used. That's
2: cool? Yes. Thanks, Nicky.
0: How's your little chocolate drug?
2: He's good. <laughs> He's coming to America, finally. Yes, I want him to celebrate his birthday with me. He come and live a visit? To live, thank God.
1: What? African boy coming to the Big Apple, okay. Let's go. <laughs> All
0: right, relax, y'all. Y'all ain't got no job to go to. The sister checks the dude. He's basically saying, hey, this this line need to move faster. The foundation of sister checks the dude. Like, man, you ain't got nowhere to go. Shut your ass up. Those cheeks for me, all right? All right. I was like, this girl has forgotten about. Okay, hold on. This is an interesting one, too. Listen to this conversation.
1: He
2: doesn't care whether his own son lives or dies. He has not met him, you know Can you imagine? Cut me off when I
0: was pregnant. So she done went some dude and in, in 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 uh in her home country, she didn't got pregnant by him. And basically he cut her off on the resources. I'm assuming that she was young, could have been underage, whatever the case may be. So whenever you hear Whenever you hear people start talking shit about black folks, American black folks, no, this shit, this don't go around going over here. And let me tell you another thing here. If a girl's underage, you can't walk up to a random nigga and say, well, yeah, I had a baby by a girl underage. Everything's cool. Niggas gonna look at you sideways. Let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Hold on. apologize.
2: Life. My dear, who are you telling? I've been breathing since last night. This is my only customer today, and then I'm going to sleep mm. Walk until you die. The American dream, right? <laughs> so I told you about pulling on my edges. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Have you thought about going back? You know, to live. To live?
0: So she's asking, do you want to go back home?
2: Where? Well, with what money? What are you talking about? I know.
1: Nigeria
0: has definitely seen the last of me. Now, see, you hear what she said? Nigeria's seen the last of me. I ain't trying to go back there. So when you hear some of the little slick talk going on a little bit here, oh, this is, yeah, nigga, it's better here. Because you would have been back home if that wasn't the case. I'd
2: rather be a slave in America than a slave in
0: Africa. At least... She says, I'd rather be a slave in America than a slave in Africa. Wait a minute. But...
1: I know. Nigeria has definitely seen the last of me. I'd rather be a slave in America than a slave in Africa. Nice location.
2: Because here, when you walk, you see the money. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Do it. He said, when you work here, you see the money. So they're not lying about this. This is a real conversation between two black folks, one from Nigeria, the other one from Senegal. Maybe they can help
2: you. Send you money or something. Apologize? For what? It is him who should apologize for impregnating every teen girl on her way to
0: school. He says, it's him that should apologize for impregnating every teen girl on the way to school. So this nigga, this grimy ass nigga was just picking girls up that were teenagers and just knocking them up. It's a grimy motherfucker. You'd probably be in jail here if you did some shit like that.
2: He knew he was married when he paid for my school fees and he paid for her school when he gave me money for food, clothes, my sick mother. Trust me. I know how it is. All these big men I play with little girls. And it's-
0: he said, all these big men play with little girls. Now over here, you hear the lettuce, bacon, and tomato Decepticons. As my man is say no more podcast said, the Decepticon folks, they, that narrative that's being used, where oh the black male patriarchy, oh R. Kelly, this that and the third, and all that, like 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 black men really got power over the industry. No, 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 no niggas, niggas can't do that sh- kind of shit here and get away with it. The big man, you heard what she said. Look, damn it ain't playing. Damn it
2: guys for impregnating every teen girl on her way to school he knew he was married when he paid for my school fees when he gave me money for food clothes my sick mother trust me i know how it is all these big men i play with little girls and it's always the little girls who are punished
0: he doesn't get so the little girls get punished he says yeah whether his own son lives or dies Okay, so she's the one that. Okay, so she was in Titans, Everybody Hates Chris. Okay. I think I've seen her before. That face looks familiar. Interesting.
2: He has not met him, you know? Can you imagine? Got me off when I was pregnant.
0: Let's go to the next scene. Ross, come. Come. So look, this scene.
2: I mean, it's the best things that happened to me, Sally. He's my- He
0: brings the little girl. His head. This scene, the lady, she brings a little girl uh, to eat. She starts asking about her money. She's, um, lasting.
2: You, uh, you want to come to dinner with us? Um, are, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. You want Good. me to come, Rose? Okay. Let's get some shoes on you. I don't know what you did to her, but she hasn't eaten this much in months.
0: So basically, she's cooking that good African food. The little girl's maxing it. They're going out to dinner. The dude, the 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 African woman, the the, the sister, she's she's acting as the nanny, of course. So you have. The white woman that hired her, she ain't cutting the check like she should. And she's doing that by design. She she knows that she owes this woman money. And if you look at the symbolic relationship, the slave master, the white man is a slave master. He's acting like he don't know where the money's going. This, that, and the third, he got him a side chick. Watch this. Really? It's nice. She loves to eat. (laughs) She loves to eat.
2: You're a wonderful teacher. And you're clearly very smart, Asha.
0: So now you, you not only are you taking care of this child, but you're teaching this child French. I know. I, I, last time I saw you, you, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, look, now he not got, she's looking kind of like, damn, man, you got this whole side chick here.
2: Uh, I would like to, but. Adam? Hold true? on, let's go back,
0: let's go back. I think she's asking I about think the Amy money. Sometimes, yep. Um,
2: I'd like to keep Can I ask you something? Sure. I am having a difficult time with the hours. Thank you. I don't mind working the hours, but I think Amy forgets sometimes um, to
0: pay me. So she doesn't forget to pay her. She's basically trying to see as far as she could go. These Karen White supremacists are really, really devilish. Now you got this woman working, taking care of your child. Your funky ass can't even pay her. She's mark the sisters marking down the hours. She's doing her job. She's doing her diligence. She's doing more than what the payment allows. Yet and still, you're cutting her off on her payment, and you ain't paying her. So she goes to the husband like, "Hey, this bitch ain't paying me. Give me my motherfucking money."
2: So many hours I've not been about a week's
0: worth. A whole week. I'm sorry. I'll talk to her. I won't say you brought it up. I'll talk to her. But I was. Well, wondering- when you gotta, you gotta bring it up because you know that the money's missing. You, you have to bring it up. You have. She knows. Listen, when you bring it up to your wife. You notice know somebody else hasn't brought, you, you know that the worker has brought it up because of simple fact, she's the one asking about the money that's rightfully hers. I'm wondering
2: if, if it's possible if you could be in charge of my pay since you're in one
0: So he don't want to be in charge. You see how he look, how his face turned up like, man, I don't really want to be in charge. I want to keep this scam going. Uh, I would like to, but. Adam? That sure. you? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. How are Thank you? you? Mr. Adam? Is that you? It's, it's nice to see you. Nice to see you. He said, "Nice <gasps> to see you." They Remember get real who? chummy. Last time I saw you, you were just a teeny mm. tiny thing. you. <laughs> oh so well, she's the side oh, chick. Oh, so cute. This cute. The is angel Aisha. woman walks up. She's the side chick. Hi. Anyway, we'll go to the next scene. And we'll get five. All right, now
1: we're almost out of here. Okay. Yeah, right? You look like you saw a
0: ghost. <laughs> so she meets the foundational. She's meeting his brother that works at the hotel.
1: Predictable and impermanent.
0: Um, it looks like, I okay, like so, I so they, it. I think they start, Ugh. she starts, she's dating the foundational brother and, um, he brings her to the grandma or whatever the case may be. And they get talking. So And so full before is this, this is so out to eat. And what's that mean?
2: He the child
0: in. We'll go to the next scene. Alright, let's. Okay, so we're our hour in. I'm not gonna break everything down. Let's see if we can go here.
1: I'll get money. In the ATM Adam will pay you in the morning.
0: So look. Let's see here.
2: I'm
0: making some of my own. Did you have a wonder? So now the Karen, the Karen, instead of going to her husband and changing, and see, this is another symbolic fabric of the plantation. The overseer, or should I say, maybe the slave master of the house, he's not sleeping with the help. He's not sleeping with the nanny, but he's really not trying to stop the scam from going so when him having a side chick she, the Karen is taking it out on the sister the Karen is taking it out on the nanny the nanny's still dealing with the fact that she wants to bring her son to America so she's she's dealing with other psychological things she's taking care of somebody else's child while her own child is still in Africa that's why I keep bringing the symbolic Effect of the plantation, okay. Mm-hmm. So now she's she's making some food, some spicy food. Okay. He probably maxing it too. Like, man, my mom can't cook. This African lady cooking it up. hmm She's maxing it. They just sitting there eating. Okay. So the mom is getting ready to come up. She's just looking crazy. She's just looking, she don't say shit, She just looking.
2: I didn't know you were here.
1: That's not what I asked you. Mark, I worked so hard so hard so hard to do what and the one time
0: i come homesick, sick i find you feeding my daughter food that is way too spicy for her tummy man she been eating that food eating that african food grubbing on it she don't eat that garbage that you serve her and then she goes into full caring mode so hard
1: and the one time I come home sick, I find you feeding my daughter food that is way too spicy for her tummy. What is even in this? What if she's allergic?
0: Man, she would have been dead if she was allergic. Get your ass out of here. Should I feed her
2: this? Hmm?
0: Y'all would have the same thing.
2: Aziz, Aziz. Since I've started. I have been buying her food or making some of my own. Did you ever wonder how your child was eating?
0: Never Are asked. You too
2: busy to get.
0: I want you to go pick out of both. And she didn't check her. So she don't really. You got to think these white supremacists, Karens. You have to understand. these race soldier Karens in their minds and you could look on her face, she's like, I can't believe I'm being checked. I can't believe that I'm being called upon my racism, white supremacy. You see what I'm saying? She can't believe it. She's like, it's unfathomable. I have this immigrant black in my home, then I'm paying subpar pay. And she's actually demanding what she rightfully is owed.
1: okay for mommy to reach you, okay?
0: Any country you want.
1: Va
2: down ta chambre. let mommy and I talk. It's okay.
0: Teaching her how to eat or teaching her how to speak. Cooking the food. Now that I have
2: your attention. My overtime hours.
0: So she's upset because she don't want to pay her overtime hours. Nigga, you're a slave. I'm not going to pay you. See, that's the mentality. And she's like, "Wait a minute. No, nigga. You going to pay me every dime." Every single dime that I've earned. Did you subtract
2: the hours you spent losing track of my daughter? My dime is not free.
0: This right, is my time. time is not free. This is deflection. See, that's another race soldier deflection point. She immediately started deflecting. All
1: community and nannies talk. So do mothers.
0: So now she starts threatening her. Oh, well, the nanny community. I'll get you fired. This, that, and the third. You won't get hired nowhere else. I am a maza, I thought so.
1: I knew that from the moment I met you.
0: Cut the check.
1: It can't happen again. It I need an overnight. From you tomorrow no i need to get out of here i need no. to get away i can't fucking think in this overpriced shoe box so seven-
0: oh, okay well you're going to pay pay up
1: seven to seven 150 flat rate is very reasonable
0: 250. 250. let me get all that she That's don't right. want to pay
1: a very hard bargain in advance
0: yep okay, let me get all that she's just laying around i want all that bread To the next scene, get you this delay, so there might be some traction. Oh, this is, a, this is but... the worst. This is this is, this is fucked up. Yeah. Let me see if I can Not, I mean. hold on. It, this is rough. Oh, she goes, oh, she hollers me. at her friend Go
2: before you take off
0: so she's going off she's going you know she sent for her child some of the luggage was she sent for a child right she called her cousin her grimy ass fucking cousin over there in Sierra Leone or wherever they're at <coughs> and said well you know we're going to meet my son she's thinking that she's going to meet her son because she sent for a son to come to America so she's really thinking that Okay, so she's going with the brother.
1: Delay, so there might be some stragglers, but the flight arrived early.
2: But I can't find my son or my cousin.
1: Miss, there's not much else I can do. Is there any other family?
0: Now, we all know that when we get on a flight, what ends up happening, you get on the flight, if the flight comes through and everything's just fine when you get on that plane like when they land we still got our seat belts on before they announce and tell us that it's time for us to you know we we could get up and get our luggage and all that You've already turned your phone off of air, airplane mode, okay? You have already, you're texting your folks, hey, I'm here, whatever the case may be. Typically a text. Text goes even, sometimes a text works even better than the actual phone call. In terms of technology-wise, it, it, it it's less uh, bandwidth through a text. Sometimes you could, you could be in some planes, or you know, for the most part, a call to go through. But if you text somebody, you could say, "Hey, well, I, hey, I just touched down. I'm waiting, you know, I'm waiting on them to uh, tell us to get off the plane." So there really ain't no reason why a person wouldn't have told you what the deal is, you see. So now she's going to get her luggage or she's going to see about her son because she, she can't find no information about the plane Uh, or her cousin. And she didn't send her cousin's funky ass, the money, everything in advance. Okay. So, so now she's leaving out the terminal when she's going to where the taxis are picking people up and things of that nature. She's looking around, fair use YouTube, fair damn use. She's looking around, now she's calling, and you hear the little Apple phone. She's calling the phone, and she's like, whoa, wait a minute. I'm calling this phone, and it's ringing. And her cousin doesn't answer the phone, and she has both luggage bags there. Larry? Where's my son? Marianna, I mean. She said, where's Lameen? She's explaining, oh, forgive me this, forgive me that, I wanted to tell you. Then she had the nerve to say, if you would have booked the ticket sooner, had you bought the ticket sooner, I would have mopped her ass. I would have broke her nose and jaw right then and there. They would have took me in. I would have busted up all her damn, all her temples after saying some shit like that. You should have booked the t- the ticket sooner. Where's I mean? my son? She said none of this would have happened if you would have booked the tick ticket sooner. I would have broke her damn face. She wouldn't have had no jaws. Where's my son? She's still asking, where's my son? (laughs) This heifer said they done went to the beach (laughs) And he drowned And her funky ass (laughs) still (laughs) came to America (laughs) I didn't know what to tell you That's what she just said Can you believe that? She done got on the plane (laughs) And he drowned Where were you at? (laughs) She said we looked everywhere Man that, that, that was rough so now you're seeing flashbacks of the baby. That that shit, yeah, I would have fell out too. I would have strangled her, but she probably can't even she can't even move. So I won't tell y'all the whole thing, but man, you know, it, it's it, 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 it was sad. It was sad, but she ended up having another child and whatnot, you know. She ended up having a child with the brother. But yeah, her cousin was so grimy. It, it, it's a lot of psychological um, layers to this film. And the music was dope. The, the music's dope as hell. I wish I could get the original soundtrack. I don't even know if they have one. But you know, I'm just going to let it ride out here. I loved it. This music was so damn dope, it was crazy. So, uh, she did a good job um, putting this together. And man, the yep, executive producer was Jason Blum. I just can't believe that her cousin did something so grimy like that. I just can't believe it. You know, she had ample time to tell her. And I guess she probably wanted to tell her face to face. You know, but to say that, well, if you would have bought the ticket earlier, this wouldn't have happened. But the thing is, is, I bought a ticket for both of y'all monkey ass. I've been sending money to y'all niggas. You see what I'm saying? So, there you go. Now, overall, y'all... Um, like I say, I don't like to spoil things. But this was a damn good film. I mean, it was a damn good film. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing what else uh, she comes up with. You know, I'm gonna watch that, that vampire joint. And I'm gonna see how that goes. And see... Uh, that's any good if if this film you know this film being pretty good um, I'm quite sure that this one I'm quite sure that her other films are pretty good as well so y'all might want to check that out on Amazon hopefully I didn't spoil it for anybody over and out